Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice, the Golden Girls podcast. I am Alan, and uh, I have no quippy introductions today, so I am joined by Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would say in his penultimate appearance. But <laughs> that would be good, yeah. <laughs> Alas, it is not my penultimate no. experience. Uh, you have many more before your ultimate finale. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, I'm also joined by Ski. That's me. I'm here. Today we're going to be doing the last uh, season recap that we're uh, for this series. Right. I mean, for the, for the overall series. Yeah, our Golden yeah. Palace uh, season recap. We're going to, I'll give a little State of the Union like I typically do on these. Uh, Brent is going to go over um, his, you know, a little one or two sentence recap of each episode. Yeah, Usually yeah, pretty that's... good. I yeah. love how they turn around a lot of times. Oh, yeah, they're great. Definitely stick around for it. And then... Uh, at the end, we'll tell you who is the MVP for the season, as well as the episodes moving on in our playoffs, which will start next week. So, uh, Don't normally take like a week off between season recaps and next season? No, no. I mean, we just keep the ball rolling. We, oh, okay. Yeah, we haven't missed a Monday in all these uh, okay. for some reason, I thought four years. The season, yeah. it was like an off week, and then like the following season started the week after. No, no, we don't. Uh, we don't give our our listeners even a moment to breathe. <laughs> so. They don't want it. I don't think. They just gotta strap in and heal the jeans. Exactly. <laughs> all of our listeners are like max power. Exactly. <laughs> they want to be drinking from a fire hose at all times. Right. Yeah. That is one of my favorite Simpson lines. Where you know, do you remember that ski? Max Power. Uh, yeah, Homer changes his name to Max Power. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And and Marge says something about wanting to snuggle, and he says Max, Max Power doesn't snuggle with Max Power. You strap in and feel the G's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there is a, a word or two that I left out of that, but that was the gist of it anyway. Gotcha. Pretty awesome. Is that why uh, you and the missus were arguing earlier? She's not getting enough G's. Oh, I mean, <laughs> too many G's, actually. <laughs> so, you know, I wish that our problems were that simple. <laughs> you just needed to dial it back from 11. Right. Or, or even dial it up to, you know, to 10. I don't know. But whatever the whatever the case may be, it's like, that's simple. It's, it's yeah. you know how it is. Well, I mean, yeah. you've been in marriages and... <laughs> Uh, and, and are currently in one. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there are times when... Peaks and valleys. Exactly, yeah. Well, I've always said you're as good of a husband as you are a podcaster. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, I will say this. I, I am I am consistent. And exactly. I think that, you know, just showing up exactly. to the dances. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. I, I made a joke the other day that... I still think it was a semi-harmless, innocuous joke or whatever, but the recipient did not appreciate it. Um, it was a couple Fridays ago, and I was like, you got big plans for the weekend? And he was like, oh, I'm supposed to take, you know, the name of his oldest daughter um, to a daddy-daughter dance, um, but she may end up being grounded, so... That's not, that might not happen. And I said, well, just don't go scat a stag. <laughs> yeah, that would be odd. Yeah. And <laughs> he was like, I have another daughter that I could take. And I was like, 
<laughs> and then you immediately stop being friends with that person because exactly. I mean you definitely should that's a golden joke yeah. and, and if his response is I've got another daughter yeah. then you're just like you don't get jokes and I don't like you yeah. <laughs> so. well, that was a really good response to, to, his, <laughs> to his situation um, I'm sorry I didn't get you the, the credit you deserved yeah. um, in his response but yeah. Anyways, so would you guys like to hear a little bit of, uh, I don't know, State of the Union of how the podcast is doing up to this Indeed. point? Indeed. Yeah, okay. All right. Don't worry, Brent. It won't take too long. Oh, no. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> By the way, you know I had brownies there for you? Oh, I did not know that. They are mint chocolate. Oh, okay. Do they have any uh, special ingredients in them besides mint and chocolate? Uh, Girl Scout cookies. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to really be celebrating this final recap, but I guess not as much I as. Gave serious consideration to it. I was like, well, I ain't driving after this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to. Like I, like, I feel 98% secure with my job, but it's that 2% that keeps me from taking this podcast to the next level. <laughs> 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 as far as, you know. Oh, kind of tester in my future. Oh, sure, yeah. I thought you just meant like revealing your name. Um. <laughs> That's the next level <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> That's what would get us up from a you know, what do we decide we're at right now? A third rate podcast. That might get us up to to a two and a half tier, um, exactly. somewhere at least in between the two. But. Exactly. I do think that if we ever um, like like if we were to like post a picture of ourselves or whatever. It should be like a brief picture, like Mr. X style, <laughs> where like our faces flash and then like paper bags are over them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that bit? Yeah. So, but I mean, would it be something where if people really wanted to see you, they'd have to like try to pause it just at the right moment? But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Try to, you know. Take a screenshot in the middle of that gift. Like yeah. <laughs> we could do like one of those things where like it's our, a picture of us like plainly, but then super blurred out. Where like <laughs> there's no discerning what a face is or anything <laughs> else. It's like color blobs. I mean that's that kind of describes us pretty well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what I think you should do is um like take all three of our pictures and then like the Conan or Brian style. What if they did it? Uh. <laughs> like, morph the three of them together. I I have a a picture of uh, Ski and our friend James. They used to have a oh, machine wow. like that Long at the. Time. They had a, they had like a picture a photo machine at the mall that would do that. Oh. Um, and we had the two of them, and they did not make a very attractive daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how that would have worked genetically anyway, but you yeah. know. I mean, I think in the between the two of you, you would have been the man in that relationship. You think he's dominant? <laughs> yeah, I would that. say so. Now, if he were to be with James's wife, he would probably be the woman in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, he'd be the recessive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, but uh, anyways, well, we, uh, like I said, I typically on these recap episodes will give you an overall view of where we're at so far. Okay. We have done, this will be our 212th episode, I believe. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. So 212, we got six more to go. So again, stick <laughs> around. I don't understand how it takes so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We got to milk it a little tiny bit to finish it out, in my opinion. I know you're like, no, this fucking cow's dry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sold its liver off for parts. <laughs> you know, we, we could have done it differently. And I tried, I experimented, or not experimented, but at least thought about other possible ways. 
And at, at a time, I thought of even a longer playoff format. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I felt like this gave it to where we could, you like know. a 106-week round of <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode gets two chances. Right. Well, so far, again, 212 episodes at this point. <laughs> We're doing an average of the ratings. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Complicated math and whatnot that has mm-hmm. to go into it. Um, exactly. <laughs> Al- Alan sits up all night with all, you know, 180-some episodes or whatever, <laughs> and one, th- one thing leads to another, and he invents the foil method. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, world. <laughs> exactly. I like to think like suck at Pythagorean. Yeah. There, there's some like Excel sheet like with random like mm-hmm. giant uh, uh, formulas mm-hmm. that he created at some point, and now has no real traceability on what they were from. Right. He just starts plugging in numbers like it'll come up with something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on, Excel, you haven't failed me yet. <laughs> so. See a meme the other day about how like eighty five percent of the world's economy is on an Excel spreadsheet. Oh really? <laughs> or assorted Excel spreadsheets? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean that sounds about right, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, although you know now I think some of them are converting over to the Google Sheets. So I've been using Google Sheets a bit more. I don't care for it, um, but I mean, it's fu- it's nice to be able to access it easily online and whatnot mm-hmm. for it to be yeah. free, mm-hmm. um, the exactly. free part especially, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I definitely prefer Excel. Um, mm-hmm. There are just certain little oddball things about Sheets yeah. that I'm like, why can I not insert a copied cell? Like, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I should be able to copy this and then insert that, yeah. not have to insert a cell, then copy and paste it. But whatever, you know, I digress. This is the nerdiest thing I've ever said on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) My complaints about Excel. And I have not said a lot of cool things on this podcast. (laughs) Well, overall. There are freaking sheets. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Excel sheets. (laughs) It is my reputation. Exactly. Well, at this point, through 212 episodes, we have had more than 41,000 listens. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. Um, that is insane. <laughs> That's uh, like 40-something thousand more than people would really listen to me in life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it just disproves the theory that you just have to do something for 10,000 hours to master it. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we quadrupled that and yeah. still... <laughs> Shite. Well, in fairness, the the forty one thousand that's other people mastering their ability to listen to podcasts. Mm. So they are working towards those goals, but we've still only put out two hundred twelve hours or ish. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I'd be curious. I haven't, I haven't, and will not figure out how much actual time we've done. Like, you know, if you, all of our runtime, mm-hmm. I would definitely have to say it's well over two hundred twelve hours. It'd probably be about three hundred hours of content mm-hmm. that yeah. we put out there. Yeah. So. We can, um, I call them Spotify, just make a playlist of all the episodes or whatever. Okay. It'll quickly tell you. But obviously, we'd have to be approved for our intern because we have the blue dot right here on the Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're getting an intern this year. <laughs> well, maybe we can have one episode where Ski's not allowed to participate in that way. <laughs> an intern would be allowed to come in. Mm-hmm. Why does the intern have to be a minor, though? That seems like you might need the blue dot. Well, I guess. 
I'm just saying, like, you, you think a college would place a student? <laughs> oh, with, with the registered sex offender? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All you guys. He's not protesting enough. He <laughs> Normally when we call Ski a child molester or something of that nature, he gives a little more of a... Yeah, I don't so, know. to 212 plus hours out. <laughs> He's been arguing with his family all day. His spirit's been crushed. That's right, right yeah. <laughs> well, we have, uh, we've been listened to in every state and a total of 83 countries at this nice. point. How many countries are there? Like 94? Uh, there's like 300. Oh, wow. But all, bigger, all the big ones, though, we've been in, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, and we've added four during the Golden Palace. Oh, wow. So, uh, nice. you think the Golden Palace is huge in like Thailand or like there's a country where it's like the number one thing? <laughs> It'd be shocking, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Like their streaming rights or whatever, they've had the Golden Palace for years. Yeah. And then they only recently got the Golden Girls. Like, <laughs> there was a prequel? <laughs> right. <laughs> like you're, t- you're saying that Dorothy was on every episode of that one? That's crazy. <laughs> How about Roland? How's he doing? <laughs> exactly. Like, well, Roland was just a boy when that <laughs> series was going right. on. Right. And, and the role of Chewie was played by a man named Coco. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, like the Golden Palace is like the third most popular sitcom in all Chicano nations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did add four new countries during this season. Yeah. Um, we had a, a listen in Tunisia. Nice. Uh, we had a listen in Slovenia. Nice. Uh, Myanmar. Oh, yeah, nice. And then just within the last uh, couple weeks, we had one in Latvia. Nice. Oh, welcome all. Yes. I mean... Lithuania? Is that a, does that make the cut? Like yes, yeah, we've had a listen there before. Nice. Um, I, I don't know. I hope they speak English happened. so that they can understand what we say. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe they just enjoy our dulcet tones. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe they're listening to learn English. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be a shame. What not to say? <laughs> exactly. Like, ue la biblioteca e space talking. <laughs> 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 so I do have a couple of a couple of listener interactions. <laughs> do you like that one? What type of interactions, yes. Alan? <laughs> they have nothing to do with space docking. I can tell you that much. Plot <laughs> um, twist: They do. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we got two listener interactions to mention. Um, one is uh, from Ajnat Kabir. Okay. Um, he said that. Uh, this episode is my favorite so far. It even tops the one with the grumpy neighbor and the old tree. I laughed nice. so much and could not <laughs> tell which line is the best. Now that one, he was actually commenting on season five, episode one, sick and tired part one. Okay. So he went back to an old um, post to make yeah. that, uh, to make that comment. Well, he's probably working his way through. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Yeah. So, uh, Ajnab, if you've gotten to the point where you're hearing us now, you know, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you. And you're right, you know, that Miss Clarkson episode was a good one, too. Or for mm-hmm. listening at all, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah, certainly. Part of that too. 40-something thousand listens. Mm-hmm. And then we also got one from uh, Adriana Herring. Uh, she was commenting on a more recent episode, episode okay. uh, 22 of Golden Palace. Oh, nice. So just a couple weeks so, ago. Yeah, pretty recent. And she said, awesome job, guys. You're only two away. Yes. I hope you continue the podcast. Yes. So... It would have been bad if we just like, uh, uh, let's just call it quits, guys. That would be a funny time to, uh, <laughs> to just hang it up. Um, I don't know. Honestly, we've had a little bit of challenge 
in these last few weeks with different just things coming together, up. Yeah. And it, there was part of me, I'm like, ah, shit, am I just going to have to record something that just says, all right, this is how it came out. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Brent and Ski weren't available, so I'm just going to tell you the results so that we Here can we say are. it was done. But. Uh, we survived, uh, you know, cancer, a worldwide pandemic, a house burning down, but that lousy Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Widowmaker. Yeah. <laughs> It is funny because, like, I can tell, uh, I, this is a little behind the scenes, but I can definitely tell that Brent's patience is wearing thin <laughs> as <laughs> we come near the end. Like, I can just see a little bit, I don't know, less understanding, a little more venom, a little. <laughs> He's uh, Brent is the king of, uh, what sort of, passive aggressiveness. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Brent's almost, uh, well, uh, his passive aggressiveness almost loses the passive nature of it. <laughs> and there was this, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, yeah, I just think it's, it's good that we're nearing the end of this. And, and we've said, we, we don't know what our future podcasting holds. We're definitely going to be doing our playoffs and determining the best of this. You can count on that coming out. And we have ideas for future ideas, but there will be a break at, at the very least in between this series and, and the next. Um, but uh, I think a break is well needed because I think uh, Brent's, I don't know, patience with the challenging lives that Ski and I lead are, is, is wearing thin. <laughs> we all have the same number of hours in the day and in the week. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, so Brent, that's all I have as far as a uh, little updates for, yeah. for the, you know, state of the union and whatnot, and our, our listener interaction. So yeah, well, thank you, astronaut. Thank you, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Or no, Adriana. Adriana. I'm yeah. sorry, Adriana. Yes, thank you. All right, but I believe those might both be first time commenters, and so that yeah, I didn't recognize them, but yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, we we love that. We love to hear from. We love to hear from anybody, whether you're old, new, or uh, somewhere in between. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we still appreciate it. I will say this this is I, I think an important uh it's not important, but it is something that you can put a a, a sort of a fake feather in your cap over it. Mm-hmm. There's several different Golden Girls um, related podcasts. Mm-hmm. With our sixteen ratings, we are the highest rated of nice. any of them. We have a four point nine stars on nice. on iTunes and none of the others have that high of an average. Are we going to be the first one that makes it the distance? No, there's uh, two others that made it the distance. I Did they do Golden Palace too? Yeah. Palace? Not Golden Palace. So okay. so we'll be the first one that have done the entire series and Golden Palace nice. uh, combined. So that's a that's another little feather that, that you can have. That is pretty cool. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A little distinction. Yeah, a little I want to say we've talked about that before. What's that? I think we have talked about that yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Well, and Golden Palace is just such a much less known show. It does make me feel like if we were to do another podcast that was related to a specific series i i feel torn because on the one hand i like the idea of doing something where there's a built-in fan base mm-hmm. on the other hand i like the idea of doing something that is not nearly as uh, already overdone as what golden mm-hmm. girls is or something of the well life. i got the solution right there okay so me and my wife just yesterday finished uh oh, two days ago sorry our last episode of Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. It's good. good so. We liked it quite a bit. So, 
Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. No one's touched. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> no one's touched on that one. That's the new podcast, wow. and Brent hasn't watched it, so it'd be all new to him. That's true. Do you think, Brent, if, if Ski and I were both adamant that we wanted to do a Breaking Bad podcast, would that be something that would finally get you to watch it, or just be like, "Nope, I'm out." Yeah, no, I would not come out of retirement for that one. <laughs> so. No, that's a shame. I wish that there was some way I would be willing to do another podcast just to get you to watch that series. <laughs> yeah. It is ex- extremely good. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things. Mm-hmm. Well, the good things you've heard are correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brent. Well, would you like to go through your recap with us? So, uh, or I don't know. Do you call it a recap or? Uh... Yeah, I do. Okay. Summary. It's printed in gold at the top of the page. So it counts. <laughs> Uh, Golden Girls Season 8 Recap. So this clip-free, clip-show-free season aired on CBS from September 18th, 1992 until May 7th, 1993. Ratings-wise, the season started off with 18.5 million viewers and ended with 8.9 million. Don't cry for the Golden Palace, though. It's better to have lost 9.6 million fans than to have never had them at all. <laughs> Take <it from> <laughs> right? The only way you lost 9.6 million fans or whatever the number was. Like, you know, never have had them at all. Oh. I'm the one who's never had them at all. I see. (laughs) I was just going to say the only way you lost that many is if you were in the fan shipping industry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And my Google Sheets crashed. Yeah. I I don't know that I whipped. So CBS put the Golden Palace on Friday nights in an attempt to steal some of ABC's TGIF viewers. If your TV dial was set to ABC, you were going to see Family Matters, Step by Step, Dinosaurs, and Camp Wilder. But if your dial happened to be on CBS, you'd get Golden Palace, Major Dad, Designing Women, and Bob Newhart's Bob. Honestly, I'd be okay with either of those evenings. Yeah, I mean, if I had to choose, I'd honestly pick the the latter. You know, I feel like that that's a slightly better group of shows. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I definitely watched the other one. That's why I miss Golden Palace. See, Step by Step didn't have Gunny like Major Dad did. It's true. <laughs> now, there was, though, dinosaurs, though. That's kind of the ace in the hole. Yeah. I mean, not the mama. <laughs> you can't really beat that. That's, that's comedy gold. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I told you about the uh, young lady I spent social time with who had the dinosaur soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. You ever thought about uh, just uh, listening to that soundtrack just to kind of reminisce about the old days? <laughs> she had odor, you know. Oh, and I'm sure, like, if I heard a song from that, like, I would get like that sense of smell back or something. Like I don't know how I feel about you dating or spending social time, as you like to say, with a person that had odor. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, certain people have like a distinct smell. Okay, you know? I don't know. I feel like that if well, the way you say it though. Has very much the connotation that it was a, a, a bad odor. Yeah, it didn't seem like oh she had an odor. Yeah. It sounded like like she it had smelled an like an odor, a deli- yeah. delightful candle. It was like <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, she didn't smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina or anything. <laughs> <laughs> a smell you know well. <laughs> she had the candle that smelled like her vagina. I, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. that was... There was actually a candle from her company that, yeah, goop. Well, see, I'm glad that I delved in a little further, because anybody else who didn't listen would think it was the crassest remark you made on this podcast. <laughs> we're going to rank those later. In the- yeah. <laughs> we'll see if it makes the cut. I mean, if we did our top ten, you still wouldn't beat out Ski's ten crassest remarks, but... <laughs> I work hard for that. Well, That's, the great thing is, is that probably... time I lock in. 
seven of Ski's most crass remarks had no intention of being crass. It was just the <laughs> creepy way he says a normal thing. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Exactly. The sadness of my reality. The lecherous way in which he orders a fish fillet. Right. It's <laughs> like, and I want sauce on both sides. Let's go for the whole slice of cheese, Al. <laughs> and in all those cases, he just really means it the literal way. It's just the way he enunciates words. And exactly. <laughs> I just naturally sound disgusting to others. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Or, or per perverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so episode one, The Golden Palace. Uh, the Goldens, sans Dorothy, sell their home and buy a hotel. Along with the hotel, they take possession of a Caucasian child, a Chicano chef, chef and an african-american hotel manager spoiler alert one of these three won't make it to the end of the recap <laughs> episode two promotional considerations rose allows a local talk show to put its guests up for the night at the golden palace in exchange for free advertising that reminds me guests of sophia's choice stay at the red carpet inn except 99 <laughs> off at interstate 65 in greenwood indiana the red carpet inn is the perfect hideaway for people looking to stay hidden now see <laughs> No one who doesn't live in Greenwood, Indiana would have any idea how funny that is. Because <laughs> Red Carpet Inn, it's got to be the, if there was one spot in all of Greenwood that is like, oh, this is the low point. It's the... Well, they just tore it down also. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and they tore it down like the week that I, I wrote this recap, which made it extra funny to me. But yeah, that... It's been a while since I've been to that exit for any reason. That joke was for my 317 homies. <laughs> Yeah, high, high, high class, high class. <laughs> Episode three, Miles, We Hardly Knew Ye. Uh, Blanche does her best Angela Lansbury impression, and after checking out the Golden Palace guest book, Adultery, she wrote. <laughs> Miles tell... <laughs> I did like that. Miles tells the Goldens that he wasn't whoring it up at the Golden Palace, but he was giving it away all over town. Rose kicks Miles to the curb, and it's the last we'll see of him until he returns. <laughs> Episode 4, One Old Lady to Go. Rose makes friends with a lady named Vivian, who is even more confused than she is. Vivian's excuse is dementia. Rose's excuse is 40 years of being slammed into the headboard by Charlie. Oh. Well, <laughs> Maybe a few uh, newspapers to the head, too. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> so while they're dealing with that, Chewie and Dr. Fong are selling bootleg Chinese food out of the Golden Palace kitchen while Roland is trying to find a way to explain the birds and or bees to Oliver. Would you consider a bootleg Chinese food? I mean, it is real Chinese food. It's not fake. <laughs> yeah, but it's not um, like golden whatever Chinese food. Right. Well, it is Golden Palace Chinese food. It's just that that Golden Palace is, you know... <laughs> Episode 5, Ebb Tide for the Defense. Rose covers the hotel swimming pool while guests are still swimming. Of course, big insurance can't be cool about the whole thing. <laughs> this is also the week where the hotel asks the lawyers and the bikers to share rooms. Oh, and Chewie's best friend Reuben is hired on as a chef, even though he'd eaten Chewie's estranged wife's taco. God! <laughs> He's really competing with you, Ski. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> proud. He, he planned that one. <laughs> that wasn't off the cuff, like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Munch, munch, munch. Leaving it all in the field. Yeah. <laughs> all right, episode six, Can't Stand Losing You. Uh, Rose and Blanche have a contest to see who can find Roland the best mate. 
it's quite a challenge considering how homely Don Cheadle is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 7, Seems Like Old Times Part 1. Fresh-faced ingenue B. Arthur guest stars on The Golden Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, she plays Sophia's daughter, and she's alarmed at how the other Goldens are making her contribute to the success of her own business. <laughs> also this week, Chewie gets remarried to a lady named Beverly. Uh, episode 8 seems like old times part 2. Blanche, Rose, and Sophia's daughter search for the missing Sophia. But it's like I always say, you can't spell Miami without M-I-A. <laughs> I like it. Man, these are good. <laughs> also this week, Chewie is upset because his new wife won't give it up. He's even more upset when he learns that she's not really his wife. I didn't like that, you can't spell Miami without M-I-A. Yeah, that is good. That is good. I don't know, though, how I, how do you feel about how incredulous Ski seemed when he was like, this is really good. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> a marked improvement. You know, no, he took always, tries to get it right. <laughs> they're, they're always excellent. If only just, there was a season nine. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, I think that one of our episodes, one of our final episodes, you should do a recap of the recaps. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Season one, that's the one where. Episode nine, just a gigolo. Uh, Blanche dates a male prostitute, Nick DiCarlo, who puts the ass in Golden Palace. <laughs> 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 episode ten, marriage on the rocks with a twist. Roland's parents decide to give up on their marriage after only being unhappy for 20 years. Apparently, vows mean nothing to George and Louise. Apparently. Also this week, shock jocks Bill and Milton play pranks on the various Goldens. So do you think that if two old people are friends with benefits, that they would consider them that be some golden palace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to emphasize that so people knew what the joke was. Yeah, no, I'm glad you did. <laughs> Uh, episode 11, Camp Town Races aren't nearly as much fun as they used to be. Uh, out in New York, Jewess Blanche books the hotel for the Daughters of the Traditional South. Roland, who Wikipedia states is black, even though I've never noticed it, <laughs> objects to the glorification of the Confederate flag. Also this week, Rose decides she doesn't want adulterers staying at the Golden Palace. She's lucky whomever booked her in Arnie's cruise line wasn't such a prude. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, episode 12, it's beginning to look a lot less like Christmas. Uh, Chewie dreams that Rose is the ghost of Christmas past, Blanche is the ghost of Christmas presents, and Sophia is the ghost of Christmas yet to come, which is fairly optimistic considering how few Christmases Sophia should have left. Well, maybe they're saying that she is already past, and because of that, she is now ushering in the future. She's like a true ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 13, Rose and Fern. Uh, jerk boy Miles calls the hotel and leaves some messages for Rose. Turns out he's ready to get married, and he needs to do so soon because Fern's eggs aren't getting any younger. <laughs> also this week, uh, Blanche steals money from the Golden Palace coffers. Now, when you said jerk boy Miles, did you initially have that as fuck boy Miles, or did you change it to... <laughs> it was always jerk boy. Joyce jerk boy, okay. Yeah. You know, man, they just <coughs> did everything they could to deep six his character. Yeah, like, he started off strong. Yeah, he was a nice well, guy. He did start off strong when he was Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> started off strong with the Miles persona. Um, all right, episode 14, Runaways. Uh, this week, Shorty and Wrinkly have a big adventure. <laughs> uh, while they're away, Shorty's mother announces she's ready to take ownership of him. It's a nice callback to season one, episode one, when Coco's mother announced that she was ready to take him back. <laughs> 
Never we saw him again. Exactly. <laughs> Except in our hearts. Yeah. Uh, episode 15, Heartbreak Hotel. Taylor, the poor man's ham lushbow, visits the Golden Palace. Like him before him, he's still not interested in picking up what Blanche is putting down. Episode 16, Senior Stinky learns absolutely nothing about life. Roland, Chewie, and Brad the Pool Guy form a volleyball team. Also this week, Blanche is told that she's not allowed to flirt because it could be considered sexual harassment. This is upsetting to her because she's never, ever minded when someone else has harmlessly flirted with her. Never once. Except for that one time back in Season 1, Episode 20, but I think she might have been going through the change that week. <laughs> episode 17, Say Goodbye, Rose. Uh, the Golden Palace holds a comedy show, and the competitors are Bill Ingvall and George Burns. The jury is out on which will be remembered by history. <laughs> also this week, Rose dates Charlie's doppelganger. Uh, episode 18, You've Lost That Living Feeling. The Golden Palace is renamed Bernie's for the weekend when a man dies from eating Chewy's food. Uh, episode 19, The Chicken and the Egg. The egg doesn't fall far from the tree when Blanche decides to follow in her visiting daughter's footsteps and get artificially inseminated. Episode 20, A New Leash on Life. The Goldens have a very special episode with a greyhound breeder. Episode 21, Pros and Concierge. Uh, Roland is offered more money to work at a better hotel. The Goldens are annoyed that he'd even take the time to listen to that offer. So, at this point, were you getting a little tired of doing the recaps? <laughs> because, like, your last two have been very straightforward. <laughs> like, yeah. or, or were you just <laughs> like, no, dog racing is nothing I can joke about. <laughs> you also... <laughs> I forgot to just go back and polish them up. Uh, <laughs> you also like, I always do, like, just a brief past like oh that's what this one was and then i go back and i sort of spice it up oh okay you superimposed as well did you follow uh the wikipedia uh episode i believe so yeah. because if you don't yeah, i'm sure you remember we actually uh made the uh, artificial insemination one the last episode for ours because of how uh both uh imdb and hulu were pre presenting gotcha. them. okay i went by your name or something i don't know who knows Episode 22, Tad. Uh, Blanche's brother Tad visits the Golden Palace in hopes of becoming a recurring character in Season 9. Sorry, Tad, but the Nielsen ratings dealt you another losing hand. <laughs> Poor Tad. Exactly. Nice guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Episode 23, One Angry Stan. Stan fakes his death, but method actor Sophia still cries upon learning that her baby's dead. <laughs> and episode 24, Sex, Lies, and Tortillas. Uh, this week, we learned that MTV Spring Break Beach House has nothing on the Golden Palace, especially when you consider a 43-foot burrito to the height of debauchery. <laughs> Indeed. Very nice. And, and for some reason, highly absorbent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I do have a new feature. Oh, you do? Nice. Uh, is it stay in your lane? <laughs> you had mentioned that as a new feature that you wanted to introduce um, in our last episode, actually. Yeah. Um, because I think Ski has started talking about dates. Yeah. Um, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and you, you, you rude the fact that you didn't have an opportunity. And I mentioned, oh, well, we'll have to recap in some more episodes of the playoffs so you could still put them in his place. <laughs> yeah. um, so this one, uh, new feature is called Season Recap Celebrities. Oh, nice. So I thought I'd take a moment to remind you of all of the celebrities that showed up at the Golden Palace this season. If the show had continued, I'd like to think they would have continued to attract this level of talent. So at number one, uh, and this is like in reverse descending order. Okay. So like number one, Barry Bostwick is the gigolo. Okay. Number two, Bill Ingvall is the comedian. Number three, Bobcat Goldthwait as the psychiatrist. Yeah. Uh, number four, Charles Napier as the suspected adulterer, Mr. Smith. 
Number five, Dick Van Patten as the old college classmate. Six, Eddie Albert as Charlie's doppelganger. Seven, George Burns as comedian number two. Eight, Harvey Corman and Tim Conway as Bill and Milton. Uh, nine, Jack Black as the caddy. Right, yeah, I remember him. Tim, uh, ten was Kim Fields as the crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that was solid. Eleven, Margaret Cho as Dr. Fong. Uh, Twelve, Ned Beatty as the other sibling. Uh, Thirteen, Ricardo Montalban as the rival hotel operator. I was wondering where you go put him. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen was Stephen Root as the health inspector. And 15 was B. Arthur as Dorothy. Very nice. She was she was uh, Sophia's daughter, right? Now, were you Correct. saying that that was in... <laughs> so, was in your okay, it's random more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, well, very nice. I like that feature. Yeah. yeah, this had a lot of really good guest actors. They in really it. did, yeah. They could have potential. They could have guest every week or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and like you said, this uh, would have the potential. I know there's a show that you're fond of. I, I can't remember the name offhand, but a hotel-based show uh, where they have different people. Um, like Twin Peaks. No, it's a recent show. It's a show that, uh, I don't know if it's a hotel or a motel or something where, though, they have a reason to have a different guest actor on there every week. Oh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Recent, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. But Fantasy Island? Sure. Um, this 227? 227, I don't... Did they have a hotel in 227? I think you like to have somebody new moving in every week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what show you're talking about. It's a show where I feel like that you were a big fan of it. I don't remember. I don't know if it's even still going or not. But I feel like you said each week is kind of its own, you know, story. But there's a different guest each week because whatever the con concept of the show is, you know, there's a new guest each week, like guest in a hotel or a living space, or maybe it's a house that they're staying in a bed and breakfast. I don't remember. Oh, the guest book. The guest book. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Because relatively new, and this yeah. would have the uh, the possibility of having a similar type thing. I mean, you could really have, you know, yeah. different guests to fill in different roles each week. Absolutely. But um, is guest book still going? Or is they is it just like a one or two season and done? I think they did three seasons. Three seasons. Okay. I think they were kind of sporadic or whatever. So I, I, I saw, I think a few se episodes of season one, but I don't like yeah. those. But I didn't yeah. see more of that. that. Jenna Fisher episode is still one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, she's a comic I love genius. her. Yeah, mm -hmm. Same. She's underappreciated. Well, I'm glad that you at least give her the props that she deserves. Absolutely. You know what uh, station that was on? TBS. Fun fact: they know funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. I'm glad that you let us know, <laughs> so we won't be in the dark anymore. Exactly. I feel informed. Well, we had um, uh, let's see. You guys want to go over the MVPs to find out who the final series MVP was? Okay. Indeed, of course. So in this season, uh, you know, of course, we had MVP votes that ended up going to all four of the Goldens, as well as uh, Chewie and Roland um, throughout different points in time. Wait, who are the four Goldens? Like, so Dorothy got a vote, too? She got two votes during the season, yeah. I think one each from Ski and I. Gotcha. Um, but overall, so Blanche ended up with three MVP votes for the whole season, okay. which is pretty sad considering <laughs> that she was in every episode. Yeah. Bring her to a total of 69 votes, but that, that's appropriate. <laughs> that's that does yeah. seem perfect. Couldn't have planned that better. Yeah, exactly. 69 over all eight. Yep, exactly. Uh, Dorothy had two MVP votes this season, okay. also bringing her to 69. <laughs> so wow. The, the, the two of them tied. Yeah. <laughs> tied in, a, I guess, third place. Roland had eight MVP votes for the season. Okay. Uh, Chewie came in with What's 10. That make him two overall? Uh, that, see, let me do the math. Uh, <laughs> He ended up with eight MVP votes for the season, or for the series. Uh, 
Chewie had 10. That's pretty um, good. Yeah, Chewie, he actually came in second in voting for this season. Um, and then uh, Sophia had seven, uh, seven MVP votes, bringing her total to 118. Okay. Um, but Rose blew everybody away. She had 20 MVP votes for the season, easily coming in as the series MVP um, or the season MVP. And both, right? Exactly. And then that also, her and Sophia came into the season tied at 111 votes each. I remember each. that. And so, yeah, so Rose ran away with it, though. With 131 votes, Rose is the golden MVP, nice. which I feel like makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's the MVP not only for the series, but I think yeah. just in life as well when you compare the different careers and all that. Yeah. Well, she was just beloved. I, oh, yeah. Like, I do think that Dorothy was sort of dealt a losing hand because it's not that she was, like, the straight person or whatever. She definitely had her fair share of jokes. Mm. It's just all of hers were just so topical. Yeah. You know? Mm. And it was just, they just didn't always age. Like, you had to sort of understand. It's like, oh, that's who Chet Huffley was. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. most most references of the time, basically. Yeah, exactly. Well, and she like, also was... It's was, like, who's Paul Hall again? Like, which... Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to add that, like, a lot of her character was kind of a dry delivery anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't nearly as slapsticky as, as some of it could be or mm-hmm. or like Sophia's was more funny a lot of times. Yeah. Like yeah. insulty. Yeah. And I think just just the nature of Sophia and Rose's characters are just endearing. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that they're just straight up adorable. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things that Dorothy and in Blanche, like Dorothy can rub somebody the wrong way with her personality, and Blanche can rub somebody the wrong way with just some of her character traits. Yeah, you know? always, always, like, always on the redemption side. Yeah, it's all, like, yeah. yeah, almost every Blanche centric episode is one where Blanche is learning a lesson about life. Exactly, <laughs> she starts off as a garbage person. And yeah, then she'll make like a half step progress. Yeah, she <laughs> the following week. Exactly. <laughs> So, well, we have uh, seven episodes here that, um, I don't know, four episodes tied for fourth place okay. um, with 17.5 slices of cheesecake each. Okay. So, uh, episode four, One Old Lady to Go. Episode nine, Just a Gigolo. Episode 15, Heartbreak Hotel. And episode 19, A New Leash on Life. Each had 17.5. I kind of wonder what's the new leash on life for all of us, just in rethinking about that one. Did we give it a bump because we were on board with the message because I just don't remember feeling like it was that great of an episode and surprises me that it comes in tied for fourth. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I guess a four-way tie, it's not that yeah. impressive. And so. plus, like, how many are tied for first, second, and third? Well, there, there's the first, second, and third are standalone as oh, far okay, as their scores go. Okay. Um, so in third place, narrowly missing the playoffs, mm-hmm. is a Say Goodbye Rose with a 19 votes. Gotcha. Or 19 slices, I should say. Okay. Coming in second place and making it into the playoffs is episode 23, Sex, Lies, and Tortillas, with a 19.5. And then first place for this season is You've Lost That Living Feeling, uh, episode 18, with 20.5 slices of cheesecake. Yeah, that's a clear winner. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's one one slice above the number two. But, um, yeah, I would say those... I agree with those uh, those top two. I think those were the two best episodes of the the season, I should say. And I'm glad they're into the playoffs. Indeed. So, so now, so just to let you guys know, then, because uh, next week the big playoffs start, uh, and mm-hmm. all right, so our playoffs are going to be starting next week. We're going to be doing our first four matchups. Okay. All right. Um, so just to go over with you, all this, all the episodes that made it in, okay. uh, made it in just on their own merit. 
Uh, we had a One Flew Out of the Cuckoo's Nest, Part 1, Henny Penny Straight No Chaser, Home Again Rose, Part 2, The Artist, Long Day's Journey into Marinara, Old Friends, Sophia's Wedding, Part 1, Sophia's Choice, Mrs. George Devereaux, You've Lost That Living Feeling, In a Bed of Roses, The Way We Met, Sex, Lies, and Tortillas, To Catch a Neighbor, Triple Play, and 72 Hours. Those were the top two episodes of each of these eight seasons. Mm -hmm. Now, we each got to pick one wild card to throw in, too. One that just missed the cut somewhere else, or at least one that we particularly loved. And uh, we also have an honorary one that made it in <laughs> uh, for, for the 20th seed. So, Brent, uh, would you like to reveal who you who got your wild card selection to make it into the playoffs? Uh, empty nest. Empty nest. So, Brent threw his vote, his his uh, wild card away, but empty nest. It's got that big dually in it, right? He does. He does indeed. So, Ski, who is your wild card selection? Oh, I did uh, case of the Libertine Bell. That's a. I thought that was a really solid choice there. Um, I think when I was looking at the ones for that season that made it in, that was such a tough season. That season seven. Yeah, that's and, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean the one whole series. One flew out of the cuckoo's nest and home again. Rose were the two that made it in on you know just on their boats initially, um, so I was glad that you picked that one. And the one that I chose as mine was Mother's Day, um, season three, episode twenty five. So those nineteen are all in. You always had a soft spot for Millie Green. Yes, I did. I mean, I thought it was. A... I thought she was she was the uh, young Dorothy, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. I always thought she because she appeared what two, three times. Something like that. Yeah. I thought she did a great job every time. Yeah, you really nailed it. And then uh, the one if you guys couldn't have guessed that the our uh, honorary additional one in is a uh, season one episode twenty <laughs> adult education. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. See what I have marked on here. I have our wild cards and then. The double asterisk. <laughs> Professor Cooper's Revenge. <laughs> so next week we're going to be doing four matchups. It'll be 13. We're going to have a whole bracket out there um, uh, so that you guys can kind of follow along and definitely let, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know if you agree with what ends up going. It's going to be, you know, each of us get one vote. So majority wins for each of these matchups as these teams, these uh, episodes move through the playoff format. Um, so next week, we're going to be doing Sex, Lies, and Tortillas versus Adult Education, mm -hmm. To Catch a Neighbor versus Empty Nest, Triple Play versus Mother's Day, and 72 Hours versus The Case of the Libertine Bell. Okay. And so four of those are going to be done, and four of them will be moving on. Um, mm -hmm. And we hope that you join us. We'll try to have some little features on every episode just to, you know, keep it fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Brent will debut a new feature or two in those next six episodes, um, but I can't guarantee that. I got nothing planned for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week is me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so Ski, we'll, we'll have some little things here and there that will hopefully keep it interesting, but we appreciate that you stuck it out so yes. far, and uh, we, we hope that you stick with us for these last six. It'll be kind of just a last celebration of the series. Um, a little victory lap. Exactly. And and then, of course, we'll fulfill the, uh, the whole... Um, concept of our of our show here picking the best episode of the entire series mm -hmm. so it's a little pretentious on our end to say it's sophia's choice but that is the name we chose well yeah i mean <laughs> I, I think that it was a i think the name of our podcast was a master stroke um i think it was just something you may have thrown out ski i, I feel like you're the one who came up with it but i, I could be wrong but I, I feel like you're the one who may be uh Maybe brought it up to begin with. So interesting that I find it pretentious on my part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. It might have been me. It definitely wasn't Brent. 
Um, it was not. <laughs> I can't give Brent any extra credit since he's the funniest person on the podcast. <laughs> True. Ski's, True. Ski's the best artist. Brent's the uh, the funniest, and I am the one who owns the equipment. It <laughs> <laughs> does all the work, really. Exactly. Exactly. Our financier. Right. <laughs> Our patron saint. <laughs> Our benefactor. It does feel a little bit like I'm glad we were friends before the podcast because if not, I'd feel like I was just paying for friends. So, if you guys don't have anything else to add to this uh, recap, again, Brent, fine job on it. Indeed. And uh, I'll be looking forward to starting the playoffs next week. And until then, stay golden, Coco. Wait, wait, what about the, the to life to. Life to- Oh, oh, okay. Well, to life, to us, to, God damn it, ski. It's it's season eight, so we have to do it one last time at least, right? What's that? Season eight. That's true. We should do it one last time because of that. Um, I don't remember what it is. It's, we've done it like however many times. We've not gotten it right a single time. Oh, I know. I, know. I think that's part of the bit now. All right. Well, I. <laughs> Yes, our one recurring bit is incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not incompetence. Consist- <laughs> <Exactly>. Consistency, Brent. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Next week, I'm going to debut a new feature, competence. <laughs> don't you dare. You're allowed to introduce that on the last episode. <laughs> we don't want to set ourselves up for something we can't, you know, continue. Sustain. Exactly. All right. Well, to happiness, to life, <laughs> to us, stay golden, Coco. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.